0: Welcome to the detail solutions podcast. My name is Alex Russell and I'm your host on this episode. We're going to talk to one of the women in the industry and get her take on what it's like to work in a male dominated industry. If she has to do anything different to try and stand out how customers perceive her versus a male counterpart and what does she do um, or what does she like? Um, to do differently to make her stand out, especially as a female in this industry. So please welcome Jackie Orlando to the episode. Hey, Jackie, how you doing?
1: Hey, I'm good. Can you hear me okay?
0: Yes, I can hear you fine. Thank you. I just had to actually switch rooms. Um, Okay, so everybody, Jackie Orlando um, Jackie, you've listened to this podcast a little bit. You know the first question. Give everybody the how Jackie became a detailer story.
1: Um actually um I don't know, not very inspiring. Uh I was 18 when I first moved to Orlando and I needed a second job because I wasn't having enough hours at um, my first job. I looked on Craigslist and saw an ad to work at a car wash. And I was like, well, uh, I don't know anything about washing cars, but um, I need to make rent. So
0: uh,
1: let me apply. And um, I started working there. Um, I worked for several months and then I I ended up moving um, to North Carolina. For a brief period um okay. just a little under two years and then when i came back to orlando i like contacted the owner and asked if i could come if i could work again and he said yeah and i worked there for another like seven years or so oh wow yeah or um, yeah okay so i came back in 2012 and then i resigned in march of 2019 um okay. And then that's when I started my own company.
0: Nice. So when you were at the car wash, were you doing detailing or were you just like... I mean,
1: I I started doing, um, you know, just normal car washing. Uh, I kind of worked my way up um, where I did more like uh, sales um, like, or like upselling, um, on the car washes that we were doing. Um, I then worked, I was like a shift leader. Um, I was a location manager, um, or like general manager basically. Right. Um, and that, that was my position when I resigned. I was a general manager. Nice.
0: And, um, <clears throat> so how was it as a, a female to run a car wash? Cause I mean, I I run car washes. I know a lot of people run car washes. Usually it's always, you know, uh, a male. Um, There's usually not a lot of females um, that do this kind of work anyways, unless it's kind of like their after school, part-time job kind of deal. So how did you feel or or as as managing a car wash, did you have any issues with it or was it just whatever? And how was that?
1: I mean, yeah, there, there were some issues. I mean, I would be speaking to a customer and talking about a service, um, and they would, like, look to one of the male employees that was standing, like, near us right. that may have been, like, listening or waiting to pull the car into the bay or whatever. Um, and they would, like, look at them, and I'm like, th- they're, they're an employee. Like,
0: right.
1: they're, you know, they're not the one... Who makes the decisions like they're just like this person specifically is just gonna prep your car um like they're not the one that's going to be performing the service even on your vehicle uh not only am i the manager but sometimes i was also the one performing the service like so it was just sort of um i mean it's a bit insulting uh in, in those scenarios where like you're literally standing next to a guy and like simply because they are uh, male it's assumed that they're in a position uh, a management position or like that i'm or maybe like i'm just a cashier or something like that right right um that's been assumed many many times it was like uh you know i don't know it's just been there's been several instances that i've experienced where it was assumed that a male staff member was Management or more knowledgeable than me, just simply because, because they, were, they were a guy. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so, with your your detailing, um, are you mobile or shop? Let everybody know.
1: I'm mobile. My company is Mobile Detailing by Jackie Orlando. Super creative. I know. <laughs> um, uh, so. I no. yeah. So I'm mobile. I go anywhere in Orlando, um, 20 mile radius from the Orlando gotcha. airport is what I.
0: So as as a, a a mobile female detailer, what kind of precautions do you take? You know, obviously going to these jobs where um, I'm guessing just like all the rest of us, we typically always deal with a male or the husband in the relationship because usually you know um not by rule but usually the male is more the car guy um not to say oh, not, yeah, to, say, not sure. to say that girls are not because i've met a ton of girls who know way more about cars than i do um so like obviously where i'm guessing the majority of your clients are going to be male what do you do? Do you take any precautions or, or what do you do Is or do you not worry about things like that? Or.
1: So, I mean, as far as being mobile and going to, uh, the customer's home or the customer's office, um, I, I do take precautions, but I take the same precautions, whether my client is uh, male or female. Um, I do work in pairs, we don't ever go on a job alone. So I always bring a helper with me. Um, and not only is that for safety, uh, like personal safety. So you're not alone in any situation. Um, it's also, I think a, like a safety precaution against injuries. Right. So let's say, um, I don't know. if Something happened. I injured myself. um, Then I wouldn't be alone there, and I would have someone to either like how, like obviously, I've
0: like if you break your I like if know. you break your wrist while you're doing a vehicle, yeah,
1: like if I, yeah, I, I uh, you know, fell off a step stool or <laughs> yeah. something like that, like maybe. I don't know, I just you know, trying to think of right some scenarios right that right may or may not happen. <laughs> if I was like trying to like catch a polisher, or maybe and I slip, yeah, I don't know. Just you know, anything that can happen,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think there's somebody we we know that that's happened to, but um, yeah. but yeah, no, that's cool. And then so, as far as the um the people that you get to help you out, how do you typically find them? Are they friends or put an ad out looking for? you know, like seasonal work or I guess like 1099 work or part-time work or something like that?
1: Uh, so that, I, I mean, I, over the course of the eight years that I worked at the other car wash, I have worked with a lot of employees, um, staff members, what have you. And I've also done, um, I also did motorcycle events uh, in Daytona for bike week and bike Toberfest. So there were a okay. lot of employees that were just like event employees, um, specifically for that, you know, the week of Biketober fe- or uh, bike week or whatever. Um, right. so I've had several employees that have worked for me previously at the other car wash or at one of the bike events. Um, a lot of my employees are, or I guess, I mean, they're not technically employees like they're 1099 independent, right. um, you know whatever my workers right. um a lot of them are friends um although i am kind of dealing with a uh, i don't know i guess issue with hiring right now um i have been a little disappointed by some of the friends that have chosen to work for me um i think that sometimes they don't necessarily take it seriously as like, they're just like, Oh, I'm just helping out a friend. Well, yes, you are, but it is still a job. Um, so it's, it's actually something I'm, you know, going through right now, trying to find people. Um, I generally post on my personal Facebook page. I have a pretty big network from years ago when I was, uh, you know, bartender server, whatever. Uh, I did a lot of networking. So Usually every time I post a job, you know, job opening on Facebook, I get at least one person interested um, just from doing that, whether it be a friend or a friend of a friend or, you know, whatever. Um, Right. It's been a little bit challenging with COVID as well. Um, It's, it's been Mm. hard, like. I don't know, Uh, because we are, you know, touching people's things. And even though as information um, and our, like, education about the, you know, coronavirus, um, you know, now we know that it doesn't last as long as we thought on surfaces, things like that. But we're still, like, touching people's personal stuff, so sometimes people, you know, they don't want to do that which is totally understandable. Um, but that's presented like a whole nother obstacle of hiring. Um,
0: so do you, when you talk to people, do you, do you with your friends or whoever, do you let them know like, Hey, look, you know, we're going to be working on the interior of a car. Um, and has anybody really expressed like, Hey, I'd really rather not, or are they like, okay, cool. As long as you got gloves and mask and you know, whatever. Let's rock and roll.
1: Um, I mean, I explain everything about the job when I uh, when I'm hiring someone because I don't necessarily want there to be any like surprises. Um, right. When I explain like what it is that we do, like, yes, we work outside, we are cleaning things. So we may or may not get dirty or splashed. So if you have a problem with working outside, getting dirty or getting splashed, this is probably not, not the job for you. Um, So I mean, I just in that aspect, I explain everything about the job. Um, As far as COVID, I did actually have a couple employees working for me, around, you know, when everything kind of started back in, like, February, March, and they did not want to work anymore, and uh, that's absolutely fine. Like, they, one um, person has sort of a compromised immune system or something along those lines, Um, and then another, um, they lived with a – Medical, um, emergency room doctor, I think it was, and so they were like, "I'm living with someone who right. puts me at high risk. I don't want to put you or your clients at high risk." Gotcha. So I actually had kind of two different little scenarios there, but yeah. So they kind of they stopped working for me. But as far as hiring anyone that had a pro- that has had a problem with um, with it now, no, yeah. I haven't really into that. Um, I do buy a face mask, a cloth face mask um, right. for each of my employees. So they do have at least one. Um, they don't don't have to wear it um, as far as like every time they work, if it, they're like washing it or they can wear their disposable one, but I kind of just do it as a, um, I don't know, like a offering some sort of protection if they choose it yeah you you want to have it available
0: yeah you want to have it available for them if they choose because right. you don't want them to come back and say well jackie you didn't uh, yes, you know didn't you didn't, didn't nice, provide me or, with yeah. yeah
1: and also um a friend of mine right right had a she has a um bikini making company and when uh we went into quarantine. She switched over to making masks, so it was also a way for me to like support another oh, small cool. business. Um, right. Because being a small business, I I know what it's like. It's got its struggles. Right. Right. So exactly. I uh, offer uh, protection to my employees if they want to use it, and I'm supporting a friend who has another small business. I'm like, all right, cool, win-win. So,
0: yeah. Right. Right. Now, when you get clients calling you, are do you? Um, are they when they call you for interior work? Are they asking you about cleaning for COVID, or are they just like, hey, I, my my interior's trash. I need a, I need a cleaning. What do you do, kind of thing? Um,
1: I, not really. I think maybe more so in like March or April, I had people asking more questions uh, pertaining to that. Um, but it, not really anymore. It's faded a yeah. little bit, so they don't really ask. I mean, I do tell yeah, them, I, you know, what I sanitize all the like high touch surfaces. Um I mean, I don't right. provide any guarantees. Um but I do sanitize those surfaces that we do touch on a regular basis, the steering wheel, the um seat belt buckle, the gear shift, door handle, you know, whatever. Right. Um yeah. So
0: yeah, and I think here and, in, in, you know, where we're at in Orlando, it's, it's not as bad as what it was a few months back. It seems like every day on the news, the, you know, the numbers are coming down. I mean, there's, they're still kind of high, I guess, but they're not, you know, five or 6,000 a day. They're down to like 1,200 or so, 1,500 a day, which is not, you know, I think as worrisome. I think people are kind of just over it. Let's get back to normal. Kind of deal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. I definitely I know a lot of people that feel that way. I think that it's been helpful as COVID nineteen is a new disease. As experts are learning about it, and we're finding out more information as it goes. Right. Um, we're not in. We as a society, I mean, um, we're not in so much of a panic as much anymore because we're we have more information now than you know we did five months right, ago exactly whatever um right so yeah i think people aren't really too concerned as much anymore as far as like touching things inside the vehicle or what i'm doing right. as far as to you know i don't know protect myself protect them that yeah. sort of thing
0: i I mean, me, myself, I mean, you know, I, I don't do a lot of interiors. And, and in the beginning, I was having a lot of people that would call me, you know, asking if I was doing cleaning for this. And now the interior jobs that I'm getting, people are just like, listen, I've got a spill or I got a stain. Like, my car just needs to be clean. Like, they're not even, like, even inquiring about yeah. like, COVID anymore. Well, that,
1: um, the car you did uh, the other day looked really good. The interior. Mr. Mr. I don't Oh, thank you. Yourself. Wait, which one? Um which one? The,
0: the uh I've done a few lately that
1: what was it? You sent me the pictures of me. it and then you posted it like that. It was just, just the other day. Oh, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, that was that yeah, that was that little BMW yes. I did yesterday. Okay, so it was yeah, yesterday. I, think, I don't yeah, know what day it is anymore. It was, yeah.
1: But <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yesterday. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well thank, thank you for saying it looked good. I I mean it did, but it only because it was super dirty. Um so do you find that customers try and take advantage of you because you're a girl like have you ever or have you ever gotten like to a job or or something and somebody was just like like oh like maybe they thought that there was going to be a guy like maybe you know have, have you run into any any issues like that like other than what you were saying at the car wash have you had anything where you know, maybe somebody didn't want you to detail and you've come out there um, because they found out that you were, you know, a female or girl. Um, Have you had any issues like Uh, that?
1: No, not that I can really remember at the moment. Um, I mean, I, I would say maybe the only thing that I've really experienced is if I'm trying to explain or educate a client on a service and um, like they think that they know better. Um, right. which, I mean, that's not to say like, I know everything, obviously I don't, I'm sp- new to a lot of aspects of professional detailing. Um, but I, I'm educating myself in on some, when I say something, I don't say something, uh, that I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I won't speak on a topic right. that I don't. Know or haven't uh, taken time to educate myself about it. Um, so right. I'm saying something like I'm saying it because I've actually researched it, not because I'm just like, I don't know, pulling something out of my ass. Like right. Making right, right, up. right. You're not just. If a customer has a yeah. question for me um, and I don't know the answer, I will tell them, hey, I actually, you know, honestly, I don't know. I'm going to research it and I will come back to you and give you an answer. Um, right. and that's what I do. But right. th- as far as like the, I don't know. Um, not necessarily someone like yeah, not really. wanting me to work on their car because I'm a girl, but right. like they've definitely, uh, questioned my, my knowledge, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Very little. I honestly have very, very good customers. um, that and okay. I think that's one of the things I like about having my own business is I can kind of choose my customers. If, yeah. if someone's inquiring about a car wash and they're kind of being a dick, I can just, you know, not schedule them. Uh, sorry, we're all booked up. Right, right. Oh man, I'm
0: not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, the detailer or, for you. I think is what I is, yeah, is what I told you I one have, time. I
1: have said that to a client. Um, I, you know, um, we talked about this a while back. Um, right. but yeah, there was one where I said. Uh, I detailed his car twice and it was um, not really the best experience. And I didn't really want to go back and detail his car again due to the first two experiences. And I said, Hey, you know, best wishes, but I think it's best if you find another detailer and as my own owning my own business, like I can do that. So I have pretty good customers. I have pretty good clients. I like, they're good. They treat me good. That's good. So
0: Talking about like learning things and knowledge and stuff like that kind of leads me right into my next question. So that was awesome. You're talking about all that. So MTE this this year, um, the one thing that the one thing I realize about you is is you you are like a sponge. You do want to soak up a lot of information you dragged me around to a lot (laughs) of booths that I never would have went to and spent time talking to people. I never would have spent time to, but, but you did that because you wanted to see what knowledge was. So what are some things that you're looking forward to learning as you go forward, either like some short-term goals that you have that you want to learn or maybe some long-term like, you know, within the next year or two years, I want to make sure that I learn this or within the next six months, I want to make sure I learn this. What are some things that you um, are definitely trying to, you know, learn moving forward?
1: Um, I, oh, that's, a, that's an interesting question. All right. Um, I think, so one of the things that I do want to work on Um, I would like to have more hands-on practice doing paint correction um, and and really working with different types of paint um, and and learning more about that, I guess. So when we talk about um, different cars and things like that, and it's like, oh, this one has soft, hard paint, or um, like you helped me out um, a while back, with the, the plastic pieces and you're like, all right, we'll try this, but don't like use it on four or five, like do it on two and right. that would actually work right. better. And I was like, Oh, like, I wouldn't have done that. I would have literally never done that. Had I not spoken to you about it. And I would have just continued to try and like aggressively. Um, I don't know, aggressively cut it because it just wasn't improving and you know, but right. learning stuff like that is, uh, definitely something that I want to do. And I think a lot of that really is, like I said, hands-on, um, and actually getting to work on the different paints and, uh, you know, just kind of experiencing it, um, playing around with different products, uh, on each different paint, I guess, something like that. Right. So, um,
0: so just kind of honing honing paint correction yeah. a little bit more.
1: Um, it's definitely something that I would like to do more often. I often get hired to do um, more like maintenance washes or things like that. And right. I like doing the maintenance washes because that means that I have regular clients. And regular clients mean steady income. So that's good. But I do also... Right. One of the things that pushed me to start that resign from the other company and start my own is that I wanted to go in a different direction than the uh you know volume car wash and I wanted to work on like one car a day and really just put in the hours and get every detail of it um you know perfect and yeah. Right.
0: right. You wanna you wanted to be more detail oriented yeah. and, and work on something that's a uh a higher ticket item versus just like, you know, cranking, turning and burning, you know, as we call them, or, or being high volume, you know, do a bunch of things for, for a little bit of money. And, and, you know, you might still collect the same amount of money at the end of the day, but at the same time you might be more burned out um, by working on multiple vehicles versus working on one. There was definitely like
1: days at the car wash dealing with however many customers and trying to get this car done or, you know, and one of my duties towards the end was being the uh, quality, like quality checker, quality control, um, that sort of right. thing. And so I would like go check. The girls would tell me, "Oh, like you know, okay, this car is ready to be checked, and this one's ready to be checked out, and you know." And I'd have to go from car to car, and it was it was very stressful um, at times. So definitely yeah. moving away from the volume, and moving more towards just a quality over quantity type thing. Um, yeah, gotcha. I yeah, I definitely, I, I want to do more of that. Um, so, yeah. That's
0: good. So, um, you're, so you mm-hmm. joined the IDA yes. this year, correct? Uh, well, technically in November uh, of
1: last year, I think I got an email that my, uh, my, I need to, yeah, renew, um, <laughs> and I need to go back and submit what hours I did because I did a bunch of webinars oh, and I did not record oh, okay. which ones I did. So I have to go back and look and submit oh, which hours I did. Fun, fun, fun. Uh,
0: and and at MTE, you did your, your CD yes, and your SV um, yes. test, right? That was awesome. I was, I was so I was excited and that. so
1: anxious to do that. And I had planned basically the reason – initially that I joined the IDA is because you get a discount on, um, on your exams, your CD exam and your SV exam. Um, and I'm actually really glad that I did because there's a whole community of people, you know, but yeah. So when I joined the IDA in November, that's when I had booked my CD and SV exams in January, so I had like two months where I was just like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" Both in a uh, right. nervous <laughs> and excited way. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so as as a member of the IDA, how do you feel that that they're moving the industry forward? Um, what kind of things do you do you think that the IDA does? Um, to kind of help us um, as detailers.
1: I think the idea of it is to actually set a standard. Um, because I mean anyone right. can go and call themselves a detailer and go do cars, whatever. Um I think not that it it necessarily is like you have to be in the IDA to be a detailer like that's not what I'm saying just that it it emphasizes the idea of continuing your education um it emphasis emphasizes the idea of um holding yourself to a certain standard um I mean I wish I had my papers but they they have a when they send you your certificate they send you like it's a list of the um like the code of ethics i believe or something along those lines right. and forgive me i really can't, yeah. i can't quite remember i can picture it in my head but i can't remember um, what exactly they call it but
0: right i know i know what you're right? talking about i have okay, got so minor you know somewhere, somewhere. yeah <laughs> minor like, somewhere okay,
1: but... i yeah will as a member of the ida i will um you know keep the customers best interests in mind um like be environmentally aware um things right like that. So basically it holds people to a higher standard as far as like not just selling the customer something that they don't need just to make money, um, being aware of like again right. the environment, things like that, um, your business practices, your standards specifically of the actual hands-on detailing. Um, just things like that, uh, being a member of the IDA, there definitely is a sense of community I feel. Um, like you can be as involved or not involved as you want. Um, but there's a lot of members. Um, I believe there's, oh gosh, uh, every Wednesday there's a, like a zoom meeting or something along those lines. I've. I'm okay. totally blanking right now. Oh my god, I'm kicking myself. But I'm totally blanking <laughs> right now on who hosts it. Um but yeah, it's I joined it um one time and it was like a bunch of dealer detailers and we like all spoke about different things. Um like they have different topics that they talk about, whatever. Um it's mainly right. it, it's like they have a beer, like everyone kind of just like has a beer or whatever and Chats on a on the webinar for like an hour, uh, on Wednesday nights, um, right? Whatever. So there's that like sense of community that you've got these other folks that are kind of all somewhat in the same boat as you, or have been in that position, right. and are willing to help you. Um,
0: right, right. It's it's yeah. the camaraderie and and people that are willing to reach out Absolutely. and lend a hand, or or which. I really, I mean, I think not necessarily, you know, just in the IDA, but I think there's a lot of that in this industry period, which, which I think is really awesome because, you know, there's a lot of times where you kind of meet that, that detailer or the group of people that, you know, are just like, you know, hoarding everything to themselves and they don't want to they don't want to help anybody out. They don't want to lead anybody in the, in the right direction. You know, a lot of times they'll give you false information that's oh, happened wow. to me before awful. Um, where, where, you know, this guy apparently was so worried about me being in an area that he was in, that he was telling me all kinds of stuff that absolutely made no sense at all. But at the same time, there are so many people that are willing to reach out and help and you know, will give you, you know, a training almost worth of information. You know, via Facebook Messenger or text messages or comment section or things like that. So, um, so that's cool that, that the that the IDA is is doing that. I've kind of lapsed in my IDA participation this year. Um, I haven't haven't been as as up to it as I should. And and then you're also in um, a so committee, I,
1: or two, yeah, or three, or did you go, did you go I ambitious? Also, <laughs> um, have been flacking on that, um, so I, at mt yeah, at MT, what, com,
0: what committee, what committee were you in, or what committees were you in, and, and what at did MTE, you,
1: I, um, I joined the membership committee, and the marketing okay. committee. And, um, okay. I, it's
0: so obviously trying, trying to, trying to gain new members, talk to people about new membership. And yeah, then, um, like I'm guessing marketing is marketing the IDA to, to everybody. Yeah,
1: um, so the membership, um, or membership committee, um, that's like, how can we gain new members? Um, how can we keep the members that we have? And, like, kind of what are we offering to the members? Things like that. Right. Um, so they have, uh, they have, you know, conference calls. They would do twice a month, both committees, I believe. Um, and I kind of been slacking on it. And, uh, like, because a lot of times the calls end up being while I'm on a job. And it's really hard for me right. to be doing what i'm doing and trying to like listen and a lot of times like i would join the call and i would literally just put myself on mute because i'm sitting here with a vacuum a pressure washer or whatever is going on right like i'm i'm just there listening so i did that for a while and then there was a lot of times where it was just it's just been harder for me to i don't know And i say it's harder for me to join the calls but uh, i just need to right life life gets in in the way sometimes and yeah. <laughs> get on the call and do it. Um, one of the things that the, I believe it was the marketing committee has been working on is actually marketing the IDA to consumers, which I thought was really, really awesome. Um, because, right. uh, you know, the customers don't know about the IDA. They have no idea what that means. Like they, like you said, right. the International Retailing exactly. Association. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, cool. Cool. Like that's it. Like they don't, they don't know yeah. what that means. They don't know a lot. And the the same thing with the certified detailer and skills val- validated titles, um, they don't necessarily know what that means. And so I actually, when I um completed the, the past the exams, um I I tried to post a lot about it and explain like, hey, the certified detailer exam is actually comprised of ten different exams. And you have to pass each one with an 80% or better. So it's not like you can just get an 80% overall. Like if you fail in one area, like you have to retake that area until you get an 80% or better. And then you have to pass the – I mean you know all this. But I just like – I explain this to all my my clients like that. Hey, like – or potential clients, social media, whatever. I explain like you have to pass – all of these written exams before you can even take the uh hands on exam, and the hands on exam is an individually proctored exam with um and some of the uh detailers that do the um that yeah, the, the, training. Tra- the training, like they're to that, um yeah. you know they're like they've been doing this for a while, like they're big, big names in in the detailing industry and so to have one of those people watch me walk through a detail and say yeah you know what you're doing cool okay that to me is like it's gratifying
0: it's very it's a huge pat on the back Um, I know when I did mine one of one of the um instructors I had was Levi Gates um, from the rag company and he was actually the one that did the paint correction part of it with me so I was super nervous um but Levi's such a such an awesome guy uh that you know it was it was, it was great to have him tell me that that's right you did it great yeah.
1: good job, great job. Yep, that's you know? the right answer like yeah. yeah that's what I would do or that, that's what you should do yeah right
0: because this is an industry where there's there's a million and one ways to get from point A to point B and and a lot of times as long as you get to point B and it's the way that it's point B is supposed to be like a lot of times it doesn't matter how which road you took or which path you took kind of deal so you know that's the one thing i liked about the when i did the the testing at the ida was you know they just Want to make sure you have the the basics or the generalization of how you're going to get from point A to point B. Again, they don't care which path you take, but as long as you're doing all the steps along the way to get there, um, so I think it's I think it's a, a, a good thing too. I, I wish more people were um you know more open to the idea of the IDA uh, than than kind of are. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot more people that are, yeah.
1: So like, especially the, the, like I was saying, like the, our, the consumers, the clients, like they don't really know what that is. And, um, you know, I tried to educate them and explain like, Hey, you know, I mean, you don't have to be a member of the idea and you don't have to have your CDSV to know what you're doing, but it is like you said, that, like that confirmation that, Kind of yeah. okay, yeah, you do. Like, yeah, you know what you're talking about. Um, and so that was that was good. Um, I do hope that uh, I'm gonna try and like get on a call, like, like I said, put foot under in my own ass uh, and uh, <laughs> get on the next call here and see where we're at right. as far right. as that um consumer marketing strategy. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think, and speaking of the SV exam, I believe one of my um, trainers was Keith. That was the previous president of the oh, IEA. Nice. Um, So that was pretty cool. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, so like awesome. you said, to have, like so, you, you said, like to have Levi tell you that's right I kind of yeah I I get that like yeah when he was saying like okay yeah you're doing a good job blah 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 like cool like that's that feels good
0: right exactly exactly it's not like you just got some regular guy you know telling you hey yeah you did a good job and you don't know at least it's nice when it's somebody that you know or somebody that like holds holds some weight you know doing it gives you that extra you know kind of reassurance type deal um So one of the things that I think is pretty cool that you've done recently was um, you've been doing, I don't know how to call it. Uh, I'm going to say promotional work for pro products, um, pro chemical products. I'm not sure.
1: Pro products, pro car beauty products. Yeah. I
0: just know, I just know them as pro all the time. Um, So Tell us how did how did that come about and what were you doing for them? How's the experience been um, working working with them or helping them out or whatever?
1: Um. Well, unfortunately, COVID kind of derailed a bit of what we had planned. But so, um, I met uh, I met them at MTE. Uh, They were one of the booths I stopped by and um, they were giving out sample bags um, to everyone. And so I got a sample and I was speaking with uh, Brendan, Brendan Bell. um, And like we spoke a bit about the different products and he explained like each one of them. And um, they, he contacted me a bit after MTE and said you know we really like your spirit um so I was kind of like what what you said about me dragging you all over to all the different booths um that I really wanted to learn um and so that's what they said you know they said you know we really like your spirit and um we you know we want you to like kind of try some more of our products and you know so basically I get to use some of their products and um, I just kind of post on social media. And again, this kind of going back to what I said before. Like I don't, I don't really say anything that's not, I try not to say anything that's like not true. So the products that I use and I post about, I really, like I really enjoy them. Um, One of the main ones that I got a sample of and I was super excited about was a product called Synergy. Which is a ceramic detail tail spray. Um, so it's like SAO2 infused. Um, they do have a line right. of coatings. And ideally it's supposed to be used as a a top or like refresher um, okay. to the coating. But it can be used as a standalone. And I like used it the first time very shortly after MT and I just like fell in love with it. And so I've been ordering that <laughs> um, ever since. And um you know, it's cool. I get to try different products. Um, and honestly, it pushes me to post on social media more. Um, right. <laughs> because sometimes I slack on that as well. So, but then I'm yeah. like, oh, I have, to, okay, I have to post. Like, I have to post. It kind of <laughs> gives me that, um, what do you call it? Like, I, man.
0: I keep the kick in yeah. the butt, yeah. Yeah. like you need with the, uh, with with the, the phone call for the IDA. Phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Wow. I, this, this uh podcast is not really making me sound very good. I feel like I, I sound very lazy, no, and I'm fine, not. I swear. Fine. I swear. No. <laughs> like I am. I am not lazy. Like I am a very hard worker. Um. Yeah. I just. Um. Yeah. But so I really enjoyed working with them. Um. So they were one of the main spon- or the main sponsor of the. Detailing conference that was supposed to happen in Kentucky back in June, I believe, um, the Southern Detailers Conference, which is in their sec, would have been their second year this year. They just started last year and I was super excited because I was going to get to like go to that and, um, just some things like that. Like they, and they invited me to help at their booth, um, like kind of demoing products and things like that. Um, So that, you know, I was looking forward to that. Um, And unfortunately, you know, that got canceled. Um, I mean, I'm hoping that they have enjoyed working with me as much as I've enjoyed working with them. And like next year, I'll be able to do the same thing. Um, But yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. And I kind of, I felt when they first approached me, like I felt, um, I don't know, like a bit overwhelmed kind of um uh-huh. well, or why like I don't know I sort of felt a bit
0: like why yeah, why, like me? why me like I, I feel the like why sort me? of yeah.
1: um out of place almost um but that's just like my right. I guess my like own insecurities but I was just kind of like at MTE, there's all these, like, people that know all this stuff, and I'm just like, hi, I'm here, you know, just yeah, yeah. little <laughs> me, like, well, I you, don't know. And,
0: it, and again, that's, that, that was definitely the difference that I felt, because I went to MTE more so to network with the people that I knew through Facebook groups and online groups, more so than to go to booths, right? Like I feel um, that I I have the the companies that I'm comfortable with and not to say that I shouldn't go out and try other things. Um, but, you know, like MTE to me was more about the networking with with the guys and the girls that I either speak to on a, on a regular basis and, and Facebook groups or I see their work and just I'm super amazed by it. Whereas with you, again, when you were dragging me around, it was like, let's stop here. And it's kind of like, why, Jackie? And I don't know. Let's, they're giving away free <laughs> shit. Let's get some free <laughs> shit. Or, yeah. or you know, like, I want to, I want to see what they have that's different than everybody else. And I mean, I mean, up to the minute of hell, the last day we were trying to walk out. And I remember you stopped by the Chicago Auto Pros guys booth and, and, you know, jumped in with, with, um, I forget his name. I know he's Jason, um, Jason's brother. Um, And it jumped in there and like started like grabbing products as they're like trying to disassemble the booth and, you know, get out of, get out of (laughs) town. Yeah. You know, so you, you definitely were, I think what a lot of maybe the detail companies might look for. You're that person that went there like genuinely, like, I'm not here for, all the noise i'm here to gain information i'm here to learn things i want to i want to see who has what and then take it all home and then come up with my conclusion of it versus guys like myself and some of the the others that you know we just kind of like oh no i already know what i want you know because i because again i was kind of very snobby like that in a sense um And it wasn't, I wasn't trying to disrespect anybody, anybody who's listening to this, if you work for a a chemical company there or whatever, it's not that I didn't, you know, stop by your booth because um, I felt like I was too good for your product. But I I personally like to just grab things and do them in the shop. I, I don't like talking to people in booths like that, like what you did, which was, which was pretty cool, I think. So, you know, maybe that's why they were, you know, by you kind of deal you know you did maybe what a lot of other people didn't do um kind of thing so that was my last question other than you've listened to this before you know where we're going with this one how do people how do people get in touch with Jackie if somebody wants to reach out to you and and you know either extend a hand Um, to help, or maybe somebody liked what you said and they need help, especially some of the other women um, in the industry, or even some guys that are just starting out and maybe feel like they're in your shoes. So how does everybody find you? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, OnlyFans, TikTok, where do you Uh, go?
1: Well, okay. So I've listened to your other episodes and no one else has given you their only fans so i don't think that i should like do you have an only fans like i should ask you the I same do. question i do you i do OnlyFans. i started
0: one i started one you know after talking to gray yeah. last week and how he's making all all this crazy money on yeah. tiktok i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do an OnlyFans. only fans i'm gonna no. do only fans i'm only OnlyFans.com backslash the naked detailer please so if you if you i'm right now right now i'm free <laughs> Right. Right now I'm free. I'm going to try and get some, get some subscribers come in at free before I hit them with that price. And, you know, I just, you know, I close, the, close the bay door down, drop trowel, do a little bend over, a little crawl, you know, a little, little crouching yeah. down, give people the angles as I'm oh, detailing. Oh, angles. It's them, all about you know, the angles, what, man. What, right, right. It's all, you know, it's all about the angles, especially with detailing. It's <laughs> all, all about, about the angles. Thing. So I I give them the angles, tell them what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. You know, hopefully they'll learn something detailing wise. So again, oh, that's onlyfans.com backslash backslash the naked detailer. So that's how everybody can get a hold of me on my only. Do you post but, a lot of uh, yeah.
1: some reflection pics? On? <laughs> <I'm> sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um um (laughs) reflection shots yeah so anyways how do people find jackie people don't want to find um, okay so i
1: mainly use facebook and instagram instagram it's detailing Uh by jackie um my business facebook page is the same you search detailing by jackie and that's j-a-c-k-i i I don't have an e on the end so it's j-a-c-k-i um it's both the same on facebook and instagram um i do also have um now you know my personal facebook um i technically have two personal facebooks uh one is a like a fan page from when i was doing a lot of networking and that has you know fan pages have unlimited number of um people whereas your personal facebook page has a limit of uh 5000 which I, right. yeah I, again when i was networking a lot i hit that max several times and so that's when i started oh, wow. um i start well you know i mean i was doing a lot of uh, i did modeling on and off a while back too so you know there was definitely a lot of people right. that were kind of just following a pretty girl um and right. <laughs> i've tried over the years to kind of like pare it down but anyway yeah so i have my personal facebook page you can add me or follow me there um, my business Facebook and business Instagram. Um, I really don't do Twitter because I feel like Twitter. I well, I I just it's I I've never really gotten into Twitter as far as um I don't know I,
0: I can't either. But to me, Twitter is like one of those things, like like. You put it down for 30 seconds and you pick it back up and there's like 15,000 yeah, new yeah. things that popped up. And like, how do you... It's a lot.
1: I also I also think off. that my demographic is not necessarily on Twitter and I don't think that it's yeah. worth the time uh, as far as like being beneficial to my business for me to... Right. You know, to, to do Not it. Um I don't have right. TikTok. I haven't really gotten into that. Hey, trend.
0: Gray Gray's make, Gray's making a I lot know. of money off of oh, it apparently. Yeah. Like I think I think I think I might have to get on TikTok too now after after yeah. that, after talking to him.
1: Um so yeah. So oh. that's pretty much it. Uh, Facebook and Instagram that's for awesome. me. So
0: that's good. Well, Jackie, we appreciate you jumping in with us and talking a little bit. Um, uh, any last words?
1: Um, gosh, no, I'm really terrible at this. I'm, I'm very, <laughs> um, if anyone that's met me in person, I feel like thinks that I'm probably really awkward. Uh, so, uh, I hope, uh, I don't know everyone that listen. you,
0: you it, do tend, you, you do tend to be a little, a little shy and, and mousy yeah. in person. Well, once like, I, I, don't know, know, once, I get to
1: know people more, then I, I, uh, open up into my fully- Bizarre self, right? I guess. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. Um, thanks to everyone who listened to what I had to say. Hope you, everyone found it interesting, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm I'm, I'm sure this. they did. We've yeah. had some, we've had some really good guests so far, and I think you know every from what I keep hearing from everybody is everybody has been pleased with every episode. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, it just gives people. A little peek into the window of somebody they don't know and that's what this is just all about yeah. so again i i really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule of not joining ida oh. phone calls and stuff like that to at least join our phone call uh, oh <laughs> so, so um i'm sure i'll be speaking with you in the near future uh everybody Jackie Orlando. Thank you
1: for having me. Thank
0: Thank you you. for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. No, everybody. Jackie Orlando. She was such a great guest. Um, I think this was one of the better ones we've done. Not to say that we've had any bad ones. Um, I feel like my maybe interviewing is getting a little bit better. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, um, please subscribe anywhere you listen to us, Spotify, Anchor. Google Podcast, uh, Breaker, Apple, iTunes, Um, please subscribe to us, like us, leave us a review. It just helps us get to the top or to the higher up on the list where maybe people will find us that wouldn't normally scroll down far enough um, to find this fun little podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying. We made it through a whole episode, I believe, without saying you know whose name. So that was cool. Next week, I do not have a guest lined up yet. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. Episode 10 in two weeks. um, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to do something a little bit different. I've got some big name guys that are willing to jump on. And we're going to kind of do a little bit of a round table and discuss some training not necessarily training in itself but the idea of training how classes are should be where people get it right where people get it wrong so that one i'm really looking forward to because it's going to be a little bit different so thank you guys and gals everybody listening hope you enjoyed have a great day night or whatever time you're listening to this thank you